fast the seasons continue to go each and every year of this franchise. I feel like every season, regardless if it's The Bachelor or Bachelorette, even Listen to Your Heart, and sometimes even Paradise too, how fast it goes. And I feel like with the lockdown, the pandemic, and of course things are starting to open back up depending on where you are. We've talked about that. Uh, This Bachelor season has seemed like it has kind of carried on a little bit and lingered on a little bit and kind of just delaying the inevitable of getting to this point where we are now talking about the finale uh, on today's Bachelor finale preview show presented by Tish Hanley. And before we get into what's going to happen and what you should potentially expect to see what Matt is going to do, who he is going to pick... I want to tell all of you about this great new partner, Tiege Hanley. So if you're a guy out there, and maybe many of you don't listen to these Bachelor podcasts, but if you do, you're definitely going to want to take advantage of this great offer I have for you today. They provide an uncomplicated skincare system for men. And I know a lot of guys look down upon skincare as feminine. It doesn't really get the praise that it deserves. And the main question I ask to many of you out there, if you're a guy, and many of you women will concur, is what's the first thing a woman notices about you guys? What do you think that is? It's not your car. It's not your job. And maybe she does ask about those things. And if she does ask about things that are objective, like your car, you probably need to run. Anyway, they notice your face. And you got to put on your best game face. And Tish Hanley is going to allow you to do it Literally the easiest way possible. If I figured it out, you can too. And if you're unsure of like what skincare system you do need, they provide you with a quiz. It's free. You can take it. And they suggest which one is perfect to you. I know that they just sent over uh, the level three skincare system and I couldn't be happier. Of course, they give you your AM and PM creams, but they also give you the wash, the scrub, And on top of that, you do get a super serum and eye cream, which I do believe in the most important things. The key to making yourself look great and have that glow and a little bit of a shine is the moisturizers that Tish Hanley do provide in your skincare system that you do choose. And on top of it, I think one of my favorite perks on top of the product being really good, really high quality, I've been using it for a few weeks now, is... Their, of course, toiletry bag that they give you. But on top of that, all of their products that they do end up giving you are travel size. And they do last you probably about a month, depending on how long you do end up using your products for. But you can replenish that and it gets into everything when you head to Tiege.com. And you can get a 10% discount today when you do check out. Use code AntForella. It's the same as our Instagram handle wanted it to be uh, our normal ant 10 or whatever we usually do for our discount codes, but we couldn't uh, get that through. So again, you're going to want to go to tige.com. That is T-I-E-G-E.com and use my code A-N-T-F-E-R-R-E-L-L-A, Antferella, for 10% off of your order today. Telling you if you're a guy out there, you're kind of curious about skincare, you don't really know a whole lot about it. This company is going to allow you to take your look to a whole other level. And trust me, it definitely has worked. And I think maybe even another perk too is 
all the products that they do give you don't have a weird smell. You know how sometimes you use products and you're like, oh my gosh, what is that smell? There is no smell at all and you won't get tired of it and you're going to want to use it each and every day. And guys, she will like it too. So head to teach.com and use my code A-N-T-F-E-R-R-E-L-L-A for 10% off of your first order. Anyway, let's get into uh, this preview show talking about the finale that you and I are getting ready to watch here on Monday. And uh, yeah, what do you guys think? What do you guys think is going to happen? I I think I have an idea, but I will say after hometown week, we kind of had the week off. I have a little bit more clarity as to everyone being more on a level playing field than I did coming off of hometown week, even though Michelle had a really really good hometown, the best one out of any woman that was there. I still don't think there's anything more she could have done. I think Bree was always going to be my pick. But that being said, I want to check our Instagram poll that we ran uh, yesterday where we gave all of you the opportunity to pick who you think's going to win. And I know the last time that I checked, yeah, uh, Rachel has a significant lead uh, upon Bree and Michelle. Rachel got close to 23,000 votes. Brie only got 4,000 votes, and Michelle got less than 1,000. So I think all of you have a uh, pretty good idea as to who you think is going to win. And if Rachel does get picked, I'm not going to be surprised. And as I just mentioned, as this week has continued to play out with not there really being an episode outside of the tell-all, I have a little bit more clarity as to like everyone is more on a level playing field. But I do believe that uh, Brie will be picked by Matt. But uh, what we're going to do, for those of you who have been in and out or maybe been here this one entire time, we're going to get into the three women, uh, the case for all of them, and then some of the negative sides of them and maybe why it may not work. Uh, And I'm going to start with Brie, of course, who has been my pick since night one, episode one. She's been the dark horse for me this entire time. I, I do think Matt will pick her, but let me tell you why, and then we'll get into some of the reasons not why, and then obviously the other women too. So, for Bree, the case for her winning, uh, first out of the limo, I think you got to pay attention to that. I don't know how much water that holds. Also, the first one-on-one caught Matt's eye very, very early on. And I think something that wouldn't say has hurt her, but kind of has put her down a little bit compared to the other women where we are now in finale week, where... Matt is very recently bias-driven, and I think with the dynamic of this show, that usually is how it goes, and he realized there were a lot more women here throughout this time, and he was going to explore a lot of those relationships, but I do think him and Brie have a very, very firm standing of where they were since week one, and that has continued along each and every week, even though maybe some of you have felt like Brie hasn't gotten the spotlight that you thought she would get, but I, I think Bree is, is pretty solid with him. So, of course, she was the first out of the limo, first one-on-one, super important. Uh, the non-verbals that her and Matt have, I don't think any other woman left, uh, Michelle or Rachel, have it with Matt. I think Rachel does a little bit. I don't think Michelle does entirely. But the uh, rectangle eye symmetry thing I talked about where, you know, there are spots right above your eyelids and right below your eyes that do come into alignment when you're really into someone, and I've never seen uh, Matt like that around any other woman this entire season. Rachel a little bit, but Brie really has caught my eye there. And look, I do know that 
sometimes we overplay things to maybe favor who we think is going to win. But I, I really do see this, and I have seen this definitely on the first one-on-one and really recently within the past couple of weeks. So I do think nonverbals are a really big factor, and I think Bree and Matt have them pretty locked down. Also, something that hits home maybe more than anything and that holds water more than anything is uh, Bree and Matt's family dynamic. I think a lot of you know who have watched this season, uh, Bree and Matt have had a lot of really good deep conversations, uh, especially around family. They can really relate. Uh, Bree grew up uh, with a single mother, and Matt did as well. And I think that is something that doesn't get enough emphasis, and it probably should, that there are a lot of similarities there too. On top of the fact that Matt's clearly very attracted to her and and there's definitely a deep conversation level there and I do think he does indeed like her. Also something that's really good for Matt too and I think he really values this is how intellectually stimulating she is. I think looking at it for me trying to pick for Matt I have no idea I'm not inside of his head but I do think it does make the most sense out of any other woman that is left going into finale week. I do think Michelle uh, offers a ton in regard to intellect. Um, And then I would put Rachel third, not that she doesn't have it, but I don't think that her and Matt have talked about it, at least that they have shown. So those are my cases for Brie. I think if you're going to take anything to the bank, the family dynamics, very, very similar, obviously. Uh, The intellect is there. They're very attracted to each other, obviously. And yeah, I think he kind of has had his eye on her this whole entire time. But if she does not get picked, I'm not going to say I'm not going to be surprised. But I may end up being surprised. You never know. Now, here are some of the cases for her potentially not winning, for her losing this. So, we all know that the kiss of death for women this season, um, for those that haven't seen it, Matt says something to women that, We've talked about before that he doesn't when he doesn't really like them and he, they're kind of going home soon, which is thank you for sharing. And he literally told this word for word to Bree uh, on hometown week about a week ago when Bree literally poured her heart out for Matt and said, I'm falling for you. And Matt, his initial response was, thank you for sharing. And I literally sat there. And was like, that could be the kiss of death. Because every other woman that he has said that to this season was gone not too long after that. So that could definitely be a kiss of death and one of the reasons for her losing. Not that she expressed what she was feeling. I think we all do know that she is there with him. But the question is, is he there with her? And a response like that has signaled this whole entire season that may not be the case. So that's one of the cases for her not winning. Also, something that maybe some of you remember back to the first one-on-one when they were on ATVs and the one actually ended up flipping that they were on. And I remember the cut scene that they went to where Matt was like, oh my gosh, when we have hometowns, I'm going to apologize to Bree's mom. That was also one of the reasons why I think Bree was going to be here this whole entire time because he was previewing that. But if you remember back to hometown week, he never talked about that with her. Now, maybe he did and it just didn't get aired, but I find it hard to believe that if that did come up, that is kind of a prominent storyline here, that it would have gotten shown and it didn't. So from what we know, that never happened, that conversation never happened, and I think for a woman that 
you do make a comment about that like, especially early on, and you get to that point uh, with her family and you never bring it up, it could say something. And I know we're looking a little bit too deep into this, but I think you have to. And that could definitely be a case for her losing. So right then and there, I mean, two cases for her losing. The thank you for sharing comment, which has been the kiss of death for women this season. And the ATB thing where he was like, I'm going to apologize to Bree's mom, feel really bad. And maybe he was saying it in a joking way, self-deprecating, whatever. But he never brought it up in Hometown Week that we saw. So uh, that was Bree. We kind of flew through that there. For some of you who haven't been here the whole entire time this season, Bree's a very solid pick. I don't think a lot of people, I think our poll had 4,000, close to 4,000 people voting for Bree. Uh, Rachel got nearly 23,000 votes. She absolutely crushed that poll, and Michelle barely got 1,000. She got no love at all. So, um, yeah, that's my case for Bree. Let's move to Rachel now, and I'm doing this in the order in which I do think Matt will pick, but it could be flip-flopped after Monday. So now to Rachel. The case for her winning, I think obviously right out in front, the physical attraction is there more than any other woman this entire season that we have seen. And you and I both know that physical attraction is a huge part of any relationship working. And I definitely do believe that they both feel that for one another. And I did mention this already too. I have this entire season. He does have a similar glow uh, with Rachel as when Bree is around him too. I think right then and there, Rachel and Bree do give him a, a similar glow, and I think that is from the nonverbals that both of them are giving off. Also, I think a reason why she might win, I, I look into production a lot. I try and look into how things are set up, how much money is allocated, in which direction. And this season, I mean, they went crazy for Rachel. Um, you remember the shopping spree that Matt and her ended up having. Uh, the skydiving date for Hometown Week. It's really almost like production wants Rachel to win this thing, and hey, maybe she does. I don't feel as strong, though, as a lot of you, I mean, almost 23,000 of you that we have seen think that Rachel is going to win this thing. I'd love to know why. I know some of you have reached out and gave your opinion as to who you think is going to win and why, and I'm very curious as to that. So if, if you're seeing this and hearing this, I guess, before Monday reach out and let me know because I'm still trying to find it and I'm paying attention to more of of her case for losing more than anything not that I'm, I'm rooting for anybody in this I think all of us are rooting for Matt to be the happiest person that he can be but the case for her losing I feel like is a lot stronger than the case for her winning I'm gonna tell you why so you know that physical attraction that I just talked about they have it it's at a really high level we've seen it this season But I also noticed uh, during hometown week, for those of you who saw it, that yes, they're still physically attracted to one another, but when it does start to flare out, and for those of you who have had those situations in your life where it's just kind of like a hookup culture, you're really attracted to the person, you don't really know them, what else do you have? And I feel like from what we've seen between Rachel and Matt this season, I can't remember any conversations that they have had that have been deep, like with Brie and Michelle. And when you do lose that little bit of attraction, not that they had lost it for one another, but when it does die down and you kind of come back to earth, which I do feel like it did during hometown week, what else do you have? 
And I think we saw this too at the end of her hometown date where Matt gets done meeting with Rachel's father and Matt then goes to talk to Rachel after and tells her like, I didn't ask for your father's blessing and he gave his reasons why, which I also probably would have stayed away from just because the vibe didn't call for it. But I also do think if Matt was seriously considering her, he would have done it regardless. And we've seen that every other season play out too. And remember, when Matt was getting in back into the car, Rachel told Matt, quote, you're, you're kind of scaring me, end quote. So I don't know what that means. Maybe production and how this show has played out is trying to maybe get some of you away from Rachel and keep you still interested and intrigued. We all know that they love to do that. I think there's something there to be said. And again, back to the physical attraction thing, you have to have it. It's so important. But when you don't have those deep conversations that we haven't seen yet, I mean, we're in finale week and maybe they've had them, but I also do believe too, if they were there, they would have aired them. So I'm focusing on the case for her losing more the case for her winning. Of course, The attraction's there. Matt has a similar glow uh, with Rachel as he does with Brie. And paying attention to how production went out this season uh, for Rachel, it's like they wanted her to win. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not entirely sold on the Rachel pick. Of course, if he does pick her, I'm not gonna have any sort of feeling any way or the other. But yeah, I just don't. I don't see it. Um, And some of you do. I mean, twenty three thousand of you obviously do. And okay, so we got some more in that hasn't expired yet. Yeah, so it's still similar. I'm trying to like refresh this as we're going throughout this thing. But yeah, I mean, it's just it it's it's crazy. I I don't know. I don't know what Matt's going to do. And I think I'm verbally talking about it right now. But um, yeah, that was Rachel. So that was the case for her winning and losing. I know, again, we flew through that, but that's a quick catch up for all of you who haven't caught everything this season. I know you have busy lives out there. And finally to Michelle, who by the way, if he does pick her, I have this feeling in the back of my mind of like, I kind of knew it, but I didn't. And here's some of the reasons why I do think he potentially could pick Michelle to win this thing. So, what they do with kids is very similar, and I think them getting along and connecting right away brought that attraction a whole lot closer than maybe it would have with some other women. They're definitely both attracted to one another. I, I can think of how many kissing shots that production showed us this season. I mean, it's an infinite amount of them, so I definitely think they wanted us to see that. So they definitely have the conversations and the physical attraction there, of course, And back to hometown week, I said this already, uh, Michelle had the best hometown of any of the women that were here because I just, you know, felt the the vibe was so much better. And going into Matt's first hometown date, he didn't really know what to expect. And I just felt a lot of warmth. Her family was super supportive of it. And yeah, I feel like that could be a potential reason for her winning. So right then and there, what they do with kids is, is pretty similar. I think that's an obvious attraction right away. Both physically attracted to one another. The family was super warm to him during the hometown. And something else that I think has been telling this whole entire season of Matt's unpredictability, which by the way, he has been the best bachelor that we have had the first rose at the last rose ceremony did go to Michelle. And for those of you this entire season 
that have noticed this too, like I have, he's very predictable within the rose ceremonies of there's a reason why you're getting this rose at this point. And by the way, Bree mentioned that too at one of the at the end of one of the scenes of the rose ceremony where Bree's like, Hey, I got the last rose. What does that mean? And I think a lot of the women in the house know that. Now there's not many left. We're in finale week. So those were the cases for Michelle winning. I don't think she does win, and I'm going to explain to you why I don't think she wins. I do believe that Matt does like Michelle. I think she does make the most sense from like a let's get married, have kids perspective, not like any of the other women don't, but I just personally don't see Matt there yet, even though he is 30 and that's the reason why he's doing the show, but what I do feel with Matt, and this is just a gut feeling here, maybe some of you have a different take, you can let us know by DMing us on social or emailing the show, but I do see Matt getting into something similar to what Jordan and JoJo from The Bachelorette are into now, where their season of The Bachelorette was a few seasons ago, and they've been engaged for a a decently long time now, not that long, but long enough, they still haven't had the wedding. I do believe that the engagement is obviously something super serious, but in this bachelor world, what does it really mean? I mean, what is Matt losing? I mean, if you're going to do a TV show like this and you're going to get into a relationship, what is the difference between the engaged tag and the not engaged tag? I mean, you're so in it with one another. This is totally different than how things do play out in reality, but this is going to be a reality for Matt here after this finale week here on Monday. I do see Matt, when this whole entire thing is done, whoever he picks, the engaging part will happen. Of course it will. But I don't think you're going to see things speed up as quickly as maybe it would with Michelle. Not that she wants it to be quick, but I don't know. I just don't have that vibe for her, and that's one of the reasons why I do think Matt is not going to pick her. Also, I think if Matt was like 10 years older this probably does make the most sense just because everything else really does add up off of camera and really everything that they're doing within the community. And Hey, he could still pick her, but I just, you know, I don't think it makes sense for Matt where he is right now, even if that's the reason why he's doing this show. A third reason why I don't think that she's going to win is that he also like with Bree, which kills me there, but He hits her with the thank you comment after she pretty much poured her heart out to him and was like, hey, I'm falling for you. And Matt literally told her, thank you. And it was just really awkward. It didn't feel right. And by the way, the only woman that he hasn't said that to whenever she has poured her heart out to him this entire season has been Rachel. And if Rachel does get picked, that might be one of the reasons why. And you'll hear me talk about it if So I do think that the thank you comment with Michelle doesn't sit right. That's not going to be the reason for her for her entirely losing. Maybe it might be because that's what Matt has been doing this entire process. And the fourth reason for her probably not winning is the late arrival. Uh, Michelle did arrive late to this season. She was in the band of I believe it was five women. Uh, that did come into this season late. I know there are pros and cons of coming in late. I mean, I think personally for me, coming in late would be great because you pretty much miss all of the group dates and you just get to the one-on-ones. And if it's not going to work, you kind of know right away. And, you know, with somebody like me and maybe even Michelle, she kind of knew right away 
if it was going to work or if it wasn't going to work. So I do think there are the pros and cons of late arrivals, but I don't know if that's going to entirely help her. With that being said, uh, I do think there are some good cases for Michelle, but I think there's more negatives. Same thing with Rachel. There is the physical attraction there, of course. But outside of that, what do they really have? And with Bree, she's been my most solid pick, my pick since week one. And I do think she is going to win this thing. But if she doesn't, I won't be surprised because Matt has been extremely, extremely unpredictable this season. And that's what has also helped to make him one of the best bachelors from a production standpoint, too. Because, of course, I love to pay attention to all of that as well. Uh, with that being said, thanks to all of you, by the way, uh, who did vote on our Instagram poll. We appreciate it. We'll probably do more of those uh, with other things in regard to content that we do. Uh, I want to also thank all of you for asking your open-ended questions to our Instagram uh, Ask Ant that we did. I tried to answer all of you. I know that some of you did get some answers some of the answers more serious, some of them more self-deprecating, but maybe did say something there. Uh, I tried to get back to a lot of you too via private DM if it didn't make sense to show to a lot of people. And then also some of you I just couldn't get back to because we really got a lot of a lot of questions and I, I wanted to make sure that the ones that I did see were the most important ones, not that your wasn't important. I just may have not seen it and I only did it for like a certain part of the day. And yes, those do require effort. And of course, I have a life too. But I, of course, love helping all of you at any chance that I do get. Uh, come back Monday. We're going to have our finale recap. What the hell happened? What Matt ended up picking? Uh, I guess who Matt ended up picking. And we're going to talk about the future of the pod, what to expect uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, we do have another partnership, I believe. Yes, we have another partnership uh, going to be announced. So stay tuned to social for that, we're going to promote them on our podcast too. But guys, if you did listen to this episode, especially you guys out there, don't forget about Teach Hanley, uncomplicated skincare system. It's going to take you to a whole other level. She's going to like it too. Pay attention to our Instagram memories for that uh, and our stories too. But anyway, that was the Bachelor Finale Preview Show. I hope all of you enjoyed it. I know we were a little bit all over the place. But uh, yeah, enjoy the finale. I'm excited to see who he's going to pick. And we will talk about it on Monday. Monday.